Hello, coconuts. Welcome to another episode of Weekly Market Updates, where we scour the net to find worthy financial news for you. CPI numbers are out as we are speaking, and looks like Christmas came a little early. <laughs> the stocks are going up as we speak, and CPI numbers just came out, so we're going to dissect that for you in our first story. FTC sues to block Microsoft and Activision merger. Talk about that as that news just came out. And last but not least, the hype this entire past week, ChatGPT. What is it? Why is it special? And is it the end for Google? All this and more on our podcast. So listen in. Hello, coconuts. Welcome to another episode of Weekly Market Updates with me, Rakesh. And Anthony. Yeah, we, we, hey. we need to get rid of this like pause as if there's a third person. <laughs> it it yeah. just isn't anymore. <laughs> But if you would like to be a guest, please let us know. <laughs> See, good spin. Yeah, good spin. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Um, wow, this week, huh? Um, as as we were talking, Anthony, CPI numbers came out. Yeah. And market uh, has been reacting, hasn't it? All right. It's a good reaction, right? I think. Okay. If, yeah. I don't know if this goes on YouTube in the end, but you see the smile on faces. You know it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we are smiling we are smiling year to year <laughs> so, awesome um and and coincidentally that's of course going to be our first story we're going to touch a little bit on how the cpi played out uh, and what was actually released then we're going to touch on ftc suing to block microsoft activision merger more on that and last but not least well i think we've heard this name in in the hemisphere chat gpt crazy amount of uptake so <laughs> wait waiting to find out a bit more here and and how how is this going to be looking like for google yep awesome let's take it away with cpi numbers so what when did it come out two hours ago just yeah, about one and a half hours. hours ago actually and yeah less than two hours ago this is how timely yeah. we are yes yes breaking news coming to you first yes. okay <laughs> so with cpi numbers for november it was actually 7.1% that came through. Now, that is lower than expected, right? And clearly, that's been, um, of, of course, the market is reacting really, really well right now as we are talking. But I think good to note here is that it's slowing down quite a fair bit in terms of the inflation, right? Mm -hmm. So, it rose 0.1% uh, from October okay. um, and slowdown of October 6.3%. So actually, that's that's not too bad. We we knew this was going to happen given the increase of rates that has been happening throughout this entire year. So that's, that's I think, something that we were talking about, Anthony, right at the start, right? This yep. is a lagging indicator. They're, they're raising like crazy, um, but we're only going to see it towards the end of the year. And now we're starting to see this. Um, yeah. How, it, how, have your, it, how has your thoughts been? I don't know, right? I, I mean, I think the, the market reaction is just because this is lower than expected. I mean, year on year, 7.1 is, is high, right? Let, mm. let, let's make no bones about it. I think what, what's kind of, you know, letting people be, be a bit happier is that, you know, the, the month on month was 0 0.1 and that's like the, the lowest it's ever been. You know? It's mm. been for a while. So, you know, if, if we can continue yes. at, at this rate um, month on month for the next year, uh, CPI is going to be fantastic, right? <laughs> um, in, in terms of getting back to, to target. So, so yeah, I think that, that's where people are a bit happier. I'm not quite sure whether it works and you know, I'm, I'm just... Hmm. 
uh, contrarian either way, right? So yeah. when 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 it was going when it was higher than expected by like zero point one percent, I was like, ah, this zero point one percent, who cares? Now we are lower mm. than expected by zero point one percent again. Ah, this zero point one percent, who cares? Right? It it could yes. be a rounding error, you know. Um, I think what what's kind of helpful is that the the year on year increases have been dropping. I think for the last few months, mm. so. so you know, one months, one, one one is a data point, but you know, three, four, five months is probably more of a trend. So so hopefully this this really is the beginning signs of you know the the rate hikes kind of kicking in and and reining inflation in. Mm. Absolutely, um, and speaking of of rate hikes, there is going to be one in, of course in in December. Yeah, but there was a lot of chat that it's going to be less than the seventy-five basis points that was in 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 the last time they raised it, right? Um, what is the rumor? Fifty basis points was it? 50, or? 50. I, I think it it's been like it's like ninety. The market is kind of like ninety percent, ninety-five percent sure it's fifty basis points. Mm, yeah. So let's see if if that is. But I mean, running down to our day today, Anthony, like the the mm. anecdotes that we feel inflation has happened over the last year, over the last six months, even. I'm feeling it on a day-to-day basis. It's it's quite intense, and yeah, that's that's us here in Singapore. How are you facing that? I I don't know actually. I never really thought about it. My my electricity has got really expensive. Um, Grab is also right. really expensive to the extent that I'm taking MRT instead of Grab, um, which is why we're right. recording so late <laughs> after <laughs> the CPI figures came out. Um, you know, but yeah, and, and restaurants have gone through the roof. I think uh, mm. to me, it's it's been more of a supply chain and like you know, all those type of issues than, than a pure inflation issue um, or a pure US interest rate issue you know causing my my cost of living to to kind of come down so so yeah it's, it's been a bit tough but I just survive right um, hope, hopefully you got a pay rise last year um, because you are not going to get one this year <laughs> you know, unless you are a nurse or civil servant then okay fine you're, you're going to get one right five percent right yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean like I mean, you know, if 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 you know inflation really is mostly beaten at least. You know, we, we still have the other side effects of um in the rate hikes coming through, right? Which is a recession. And and I think you and I both Absolutely. kind of see this in our professional lives as well, you know, like sales cycles are getting longer, deals are slowing mm-hmm. down, you know or just they, they're just not happening at all and you do a bit more structuring and you know that I think will be the next problem we face next year so it might be that in six months time when we are talking about it in June oh yeah inflation is down 3-4% last year under control but we have literally a, a big recession coming up and, and everybody's a bit worried um, or everybody's actually in a recession rather than just thinking you know how big how or how tough the recession will be so you know I think markets will kind of shift towards that positioning as well, right? We, we were mm. in an inflationary cycle. Everybody positioned for an inflationary cycle. Now, if we are going to yes. kind of shift past that to a recessionary cycle, then, you know, with like medium inflation, then, you know, positioning will shift, um, the flows will shift, the, the type of stocks you look at will shift again, you know, j- just to see what does well in a recession. And yeah, yeah. you know, um, that will be interesting. And by the way, tech will not do well in either of these cycles, right? So yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just going to bring that up. Next year, tech is going to be insane. I think it was the government that was, I think, came out to say, Singapore government to say they're expecting more layoffs in 2023 yeah. for tech in Singapore. Uh, that's going to affect us a lot more than what we've seen this year. Um, so, you know, those of you who are investing in tech or in tech, you know, Exhibit A, uh, <laughs> like myself, only investing in tech. 
that's gonna be it's gonna be a painful year next year. So you know, brace brace yourself for that. Yeah, it's crazy how how quickly things change, right? Like three months ago, we we're talking about a shortage of tech talent. Now we're starting firing <laughs> people. I mean, we're firing people in support functions of tech companies, but still, you know, it's um, yeah, it's 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 crazy how how quickly the tides have shifted. Um, yeah. but you know, we'll we'll figure it out. So mm. emergency funds, right? That's the most important now. <laughs> emergency funds, budgeting. You know, you really do start battling the hatches, and then. Um, and then you can really talk about oh what do I do with all this excess cash? Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking at at safe safer plays might be a good option here. I know we're a investing podcast, right? Like looking at stocks and so on and so forth. Um, but if you know coconut, if you would like us to understand a little bit more about the FDs or or any other safer investments that you want us to maybe talk about on our podcast, we're ha- we might be happy to as well. Yeah, um, I, I'm sorry. I th- I guess that just means you haven't listened to our new bonds podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Released every Thursday, yes. Yes. So yes, subscribe to the TFC Investors Network where we have, I think, a new bond show that is pretty much released mm. every Thursday. We have, we have gone literally. It's not even one on one. It's like zero 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 one, right? What are bonds? Like literally, that's the first question, and you know, we were building nice. up from there how we look at bonds, how we buy bonds, and all of that. So so yes, you know, um, if fixed income or something a bit more stable, a bit less volatile is of interest listen to that show as well yep definitely and that's an amazing plug i have not listened to it i'll be honest so i'll get yeah. to it oh, <laughs> I, I recorded it so i recorded it ah, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome cool so we'll, we'll keep you updated with the cpis but let's see what what will happen over the next week with regards to the market let's see what will happen in december with regards to the fed rates yep all right second story FTC right. sues to block Microsoft Activision merger. Yes. So, more. yeah, th- this is something that's kind of, well, it hasn't gone on for a while. Um, I think a few months back, we talked about Microsoft buying Activision up, right? $75 billion, you know, third largest acquisition in history. Mm. Something like that. And we're like, oh, at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, there might be rumors about anti-competitive concerns. And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe, but it's hard to see where the anti-competitive concerns are coming from. And, mm. well, but because it's big tech, they're not like now, you know, there, there will be something, right? So there will be a challenge coming somewhere in, in the closing process. And ta-da, I think many, many months down the line, we do have news that the um, US FTC is suing to block the merger. And I think last week as well, the UK um, markets and competition authority also said, you know what, we are going to review this in more detail and, and we might block it. So, you know, there, there is increasing momentum of, you know, regulators looking at the deal more closely and trying to figure out like should we are there real anti-competitive concerns should we you know block this should we let it through things like that yeah and and that's kind of been reflected in the stock price i mean you know the acquisition price was about 95 bucks um per per share of activision for sure um all cash Mm. now now it's trading at 77 78 wow so that's like a 20 percent you know spread between buying now um, when the, the dog yeah. is signed and, and everything is done except for merger controls and the, the actual thing. Yeah. Hmm. Activision, they're the ones that own, um, well, they're a gaming company, so they own yeah. a few games. They um, own Call of Duty. That's a big one. Wow, that's massive. Yes. Yeah, I mean, okay. if, if this goes through, you know, the, the Microsoft, the, the gaming arm of Microsoft would probably be the third largest gaming company in the world by mm. revenue um, behind Tencent and Sony. 
Right. Okay. That kind so, of makes so sense. Yeah, so, but but you know that that's the skill, right? You you they are bigger than Nintendo, you know. Mm. Okay, I guess they have Xbox, so so that's the last one. Yeah, Xbox. But, is yeah, never. right. Wow, and and you know when when do you think right booking the merger so on and so forth? What do you think will happen? What happens if it doesn't go through? Yeah, so I think it's quite simple, right? And it's kind of binary, which is why like merger arbitrages and things like that are kind of fun, right? If it doesn't mm. go through, then everything crashes. Um, Activision was trading, I think, at 60-something dollars before the, the merger. The announcement. Um, before the announcement. So it'll probably fall below that, right? Uh, Microsoft, I mean, they, it probably doesn't affect them that much in a sense that gaming isn't a current core of, of their company. So mm. uh, Microsoft will still be safe. But you know, if you are a shareholder in Activision, that, that's your downside, right? If it doesn't go through it, yeah. Collapses. If it goes through, you make that twenty percent, and hooray! You know that that's a relatively good returns for for a few months' wait. Um, if it yeah. you know, and if it goes through on Microsoft uh, again, I don't think that's that's much material impact on the share price. You know, it's, I mean, it's seventy five billion, but it's still kind of a bolt on for for Microsoft. Right? Like nobody's really sure what they are going to do with Activision, which I think is also yeah. a bit of a concern for for the regulators, right? Because like they are like, look, yeah, cloud computing. It's it's kind of vertical integration, right? You you make the consoles, you mm. you know publish some games and all that, and now you're buying another games publisher. Like does that? It's like buying a supplier, right? Um, does that create competition concerns and all that? And I mean, there's lots of game studios and all that. So, in a traditional analysis of competition, you would actually say no, right? This is def. I mean, they are they are all relatively. They they're not market leaders, right? And this would make them a market leader. So there's probably, you know, less traditional competition concerns. I think it's just with big tech coming up and, you know, um, everybody being a lot more wary about creation of platforms, right? With Microsoft Cloud Gaming and all of that, mm. then they're worried that, okay, fine. Maybe I need to block this now to prevent a new platform coming up where you are absolutely dominant, right? And then I think that is the yeah. concern. And if, if that is actually the reason why it goes through, it'll be tied up. You know, why it gets blocked, it'll be tied up in courts for years. Microsoft will litigate the hell out of it. Um, because it's completely new law and you know, no nobody will Yeah, if mm. be, <laughs> it's gonna be tough to hold this one for as a if you want to play the merger up, right? Because it will take yeah. so long to resolve, you know, and, and it's so uncertain because it's it's all very new that you don't know when this will actually end. Yeah. Fair. And I think, I mean, they, them buying Activision, I remember talking about this as well, is, I would say, a pretty good move. You look at it at a purely Microsoft standpoint because they're trying to grow that gaming atmosphere. Yeah. And they've been always second fiddle to PlayStation. Except this year, they came out to say they have been making be like worse games than PlayStation, right? Or Sony. In that they actually <laughs> came out. I never expected them to. So <laughs> I would assume that, you know, purchasing this, putting in, you know, COD together with the expertise that Activision has would yeah. really bring that, that, industry or that vertical backup. So now Microsoft, this massive company, will be having market leaders in quite a lot of segments. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, right? I mean, what, what's the new franchise that, you know, Activision has done recently? You know, I mean, I mean game, yeah. gaming kind of goes on, like, they, they have well, Call Cod of Duty, just came out, right? Cod just came out. Yeah, a couple of you, ago. you just kind of have a, a franchise yeah. and you keep refreshing it, right? Like EA and yeah. FIFA. okay, EA no longer has FIFA, but you, you kind of see the point. Like, <laughs> and, and I think that that's kind of the problem with gaming, and we talk about this with Garena as well, right? And and see, yes. you know, you are 
as a publisher, you're so dependent on hits that that one hit you know makes all your revenue, and if you're a franchise, you you milk it to death like literally until people stop playing, then you stop creating a new one, right? Yeah. And and you know does that? I mean, if if that's the business model, I I don't quite see why Microsoft needs to get themselves involved in it, right? They they can get. I mean, unless it's about denying other people that franchise, which is clearly anti-competitive and they will promise, yeah. you know, and, and cross cross their hearts, hearts and swear to die that they'll never ever do it, you know. <laughs> um, but it, that, I think that that's really the, the concern. Like if they said, you know, Call of Duty, you're not going to be on Sony anymore. You are only exclusive to, you know, Xbox like Halo, mm. then, yeah. you know, that that's, that's really what the regulator is concerned about. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Oh man! So I think let's let's see how this plays out. When do we expect a bit more news here? Yeah, um, not not for a while. Uh, this is these are legal processes. So you know, I think in in the UK we're we're expecting to hear a final decision in April. In the US, right. they actually will do the FTC hearing only in August, twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Jeez. Yeah. So uh, you you do a hearing, then, then people sit around, they decide, yeah, it'll be like third, fourth quarter before you actually get a decision. If it's, you know, favorable in terms of for, for Microsoft to go through, hooray, right? Everybody makes money. Mm-hmm. 20% in you know, 10, 11 months isn't a bad trade. Um, if yeah. you don't and it goes downhill from there, then Microsoft sues, you're, you're going to be stuck in the courts for another year or so. So you go like 2024, 2025. It's, it's just one of those things where it's so drawn out. It's unlike, you know, Musk, Musk and Twitter, you know, it's not really open court. It's not all played out in, in the public mm. domain where you can, as an investor, you kind of track how the proceedings are going and, and your, your chances going. of winning, right? So, so yeah. it's, I think, one of those it's, it's a situation where you go, oh, this is really a bit tricky. You don't know how to play it. And and therefore, right. you just might want to sit it out, even though it's 20%. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that, Anthony. Um, let's see how that pans out, right? August, maybe even Q4 next year. Um, but I, I, I myself wouldn't be banking on this. <laughs> I think there's money to be made elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bit hard, right? It's, it's not like Twitter and you go, oh yeah, sure. You know, once the court case started, like, okay, <laughs> definitely Twitter will win. You know, the, the fear was Twitter settling yeah. instead of losing the court case, yes, right? Yes. Um, so so yeah, that that was that that was easier. <laughs> um, this is really a bit difficult. So probably skip this one. Yeah, yeah. Unless more information comes absolutely, out. Absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. Now I'm excited for this chat GPT. <laughs> hey, all right. Our last story. Take it away. <sighs> Yeah, so, well, I guess if we are just reading the mainstream news, you might not have heard of this, but yeah, ChatGPT is this really, really cool thing. Uh, I I can't really decide whether it's cool or scary, Mm. but it's one of those things where, you know, if you're on Twitter and and all that, it's just kind of blown up the whole place, Mm. right? So what what it is, is essentially a chatbot, right? Mm. You ask it a question, it gives you an answer. Um, You ask it to write an essay, it writes you an essay. You know, um, you can ask it to write a poem uh, or a haiku when it writes you in. Like you ask it, I can write a haiku about uh, maybe not TFC because we are we are not in their training set. <laughs> um, but you write write a haiku about the weather in Singapore, mm. right? And and they'll come up with you know five seven five and the syllables and and something that passes for a haiku. Wouldn't be great, but yeah. you know they they give an answer. So, and 
that is all automated and and that's kind of how cool it is right you you they just you ask a question it, it generates an answer for you and yes. you don't need to you know sift through it you don't need to do research you don't need to think about it it just pop here you go mm. right and and it's all automated it's all ai and i think that's why it's kind of got everybody a bit shocked how's yeah. it learning yeah exactly do we know a bit more on how it's yeah. laying? I mean, I don't think they've divulged that info, right? Oh, I mean, they they kind of have. So, I mean, it's it's not really, you know, well, it's kind of machine learning. It's what they've, it's called a large language model. And, and that's why they, they reply in natural language as well. Mm. Like, like you and I speaking, right? They don't reply in, you know, canned phrases and all that. Yeah. Um, It's essentially just go, it's just the you know, data set and data set. Oh, well terabytes of text and you know, they they run AI, yeah, they run machine learning through through that data set. Mm. And what Chat GPT actually does is really more like predictive text. So in, in a sense it's not an intelligence where it has actual knowledge. And like mm. if you tell them what Singapore they don't know what Singapore is. Um, what they do is they, they do know the word Singapore and they can identify it. And they do know, you know, what are the, like, they, I mean, in, in your prompt, you have your keywords and all that, right? So so they do know what you're asking about and they do know how to, and which words should kind of come after the other in a, in a sentence, right? Or in a phrase. Wow. So so it's a bit like you, you start typing, you know, um, for, for me, I start typing like HA into WhatsApp mm. and then predictive text will show up. You know, either haha because I use that a lot, or Haley, which is my daughter's yeah. name. You know, uh, so so that that's pretty text, right? And and that's a very very small scale of what you know, um, Chat GPT is doing. Got it, right? Because um, my my predictive text kind of just uses my data on, on the mm. phone. Um, you know, Chat GPT has trained on like terabytes yeah. of data from from different right. sources. Wow. And um, I mean, it's it's been making the news because I remember seeing. I think it was a tweet that was talking about the number of mil- to get 1 million users and how long it would take. I think Jet- chat GPT yeah. was the, said like five days or something like this to get 1 million users. Yeah. That was, that for me, that was like, yeah, I think what's we, going we had, on? We, had, we were like two weeks yeah. in and, you know, um, we, we have passed. I, 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 they, they haven't released it, but yeah, I think you're right. That's like 1 million users in a week. Yeah. But I mean, that that's kind of a nebulous definition of user, right? Because what a user is, is literally going to their Sunny. website entering a prompt, getting an answer, and, and that's it, you're a user. Yeah. You know, um, that's, it's not that you're monetized, it's not that you're an audience, you have just literally asked the question, mm. you know? Um, so, so yeah, and I think with, with this sort of things and this sort of, like, I tried asking a question, I wanted to give a prompt, like, can you give me a podcast recording of how ChatGPT would disrupt Google? Right. Right? And we'll just read it for two minutes yeah. and ta-da, we're done. <laughs> Uh, but but I I couldn't. Um, apparently there's too many queries, so so I, I haven't been able to get that question. But we'll do it next week. Okay, right, just to see how good it is. Um, yeah. So so I think that that's that's kind of the fun part, mm. right? Um, you know, and yeah, it's, it's great. Everybody wants to use. It. Everybody wants to try it just to see how amazing it is. You you see really weird questions and answers on on Twitter, but yeah. and you know that, that that's really quite interesting. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, let's just translate all of this back. It's taking us by storm. What does this mean yep. for Google? I, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I think, a few things, right? One is, you know, I mean, you think about Google, what, what do they do? You know, you literally, you 
you search because you want to find an answer to something, mm. right? I'll, I'll search what is um, the law in this area or why is TFC. And then what all Google does, it, it returns you a set of links um, for which potentially, you know, relate to your question. Um, or yeah, you don't even ask it a question, you just search keywords, right? So, so you, don't, you, don't, you don't really search with a question mark, you search keywords. Mm. And then they'll give you like a list of links with like websites that might answer, you know, might, might be what you're looking for with some ads on the top, right? Yeah. Um, I think where ChatGPT kind of disrupts this is that if you are searching for an answer to a question, it literally gives you an answer. Mm. Right, you, you search what is Google, and then they'll go. Google is a company that does this, 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 this. Right. Whereas if you went to Google and search what is Google, um, traditionally they will probably give you the Google Wikipedia page. Yeah. You know, so so I think that's a difference. And if what you're looking for really is answers, then hey, this looks like a really direct competitor to mm. Google, right? Because I I don't need to click on links. I don't yeah. need to do all of that. I just get an answer. Yeah. Effectively, you're trying to find an answer and you're too lazy to click through the links to read it. This chat GPT effectively pops up the yeah. answer to you. La. Yeah. Yes, I mean, don't know whether it's right. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that that's kind of been a, a problem. <laughs> uh, kind of been a problem with the the thing, right? Like, I think, and, and it's a concept called hallucination mm. because it, it doesn't actually know the answer. All it does is just predictive text and coming up with right. what the next word should be. So I think that there have been like some people who ask, I think there's somebody who asked like a legal question. I was like, ha, I know the answer, right? And ChatGPT got it completely wrong. Um, <laughs> like just, just factually wrong, right? So, so it's not an encyclopedia, mm. you know, um, you know or, or there have been times where they just kind of, you know, ask for citations and all that. And ChatGPT gives you a citation, you know, correctly wow. formatted and all of that. But the citation doesn't exist. Like literally that paper doesn't exist. It made up the paper. <laughs> Right, so so that that's what's called hallucination. It's like, oh yeah, I, I know, I know this text follows this, so it'll give you a really realistic sounding paper, and you try to Google it, and and just doesn't exist. Right, right. So sounds like you know, my I think um, that's... English essays that I write <laughs> back in school. <laughs> I thought you were going to say sounds sounds like your uni essays where you just like make up citations yeah. and, and in. <laughs> Oh man, what what would be we had right? and, and... back in the day? Yeah, sorry, carry on. <laughs> Yeah, no, but but and okay, I mean that that's the that's the immediate use case, yeah. right? Homework, Homework, you know, you just submit a chat GPT answer. Um, but you know, I think that that's kind of where the, the problem is because when you do a Google search and you want to make an answer, or when you want to kind of arrive an answer, you you have to go through that process, mm. right? Of okay, I click on the link, is this link reputable? Does this look fair? And you know, right. your history, secondary school, source based learning, like stuff stuff mm. right when whereas ChatGPT doesn't do that it just very very confidently and assertively gives, tells you that this is the case mm. you know and is that really the case like do you interrogate it that's can just you? all can you unknown, even interrogate right? it is the other you, you can ask follow up questions oh. so so yes you can uh-huh. It's, it's chat. You, know, you can ask follow-up questions. Um, and, and maybe you catch them in some sort of like logical fallacy and all that. But hey, then Google is easier, right? I, I can do it all, you know, quite quite by second nature rather than having to go go through the whole process and like actually do research. Right. Wow. I mean, in, in all fairness, I think this is early days, right? Very, very early days. Google would probably yep. keep an eye on it, but not too fast about it yet. You have your explanation on, you know, things that aren't quite correct. Um, you know, they, uh, Google is trying to show that they have the answers and it's correct, right? Uh, based on whatever yeah. bots and crawlies or whatever they have. Um, 
No, but I mean, like Google doesn't sit still, right? Like you, you can ask Google certain questions and they will give you the answer directly without having to go through links. Like mm, you search right at the top. one USD in SGD, yeah. right? And right at the top, they give you the answer Correct. and you can just kind of tweak it. You know, it, like these are the sort of questions where you don't need ads or you don't need other just factual and, and they give you the answer. Yeah. So, and they give you a source, you know? Mm. So you, you can kind of click through the source and, and decide whether you actually believe it and if you don't want to, there's a, there's a source for the, the, the page for you to find. You know, so I mean, I don't think Google will sit still. I mean, they they have obviously been doing a lot of sorry AI and machine learning stuff themselves as well, mm. right? We we talked a few months back about their image search, you know, improving. So yeah, you know, they they're not going to sit still. It it might really just come down to a question of business models, right? Because Google gives you a search result for free, um, in exchange for ads. Mm. Chat GPT would probably not have an ad-based version because like how, how do you do it, right? The, the point of it is to give you a direct answer. Like how do you serve an ad to that? You know? Yeah. And and so it might be just that, oh yeah, you they, they license it to other people who build a UI UX on top and then, you know, you answer on a per, you you pay on a per query basis or you license or you do something else, right? And mm. that would be a different way of charging for search. Got it. Right? And then don't know whether that will be more successful. Maybe it might be cheaper. Who knows, right? But I, I think that's probably the way that you know the, the competition will end up. Like I think all of them will end up at roughly the same place in terms of getting people direct answers mm. or factual mm. answers yeah. in less clicks, right? True. But which which type of model and and which is actually the more profitable company is is I think a different question. Yeah, that's fair. Awesome. And I mean, the question here, right, is we talked about Google and so on and so forth. But ChatGPT, yeah. it's owned by OpenAI. Open OpenAI. Who owns OpenAI? And how is this relevant to our investors? Nobody knows. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, not, uh, yeah. No, so OpenAI was was founded as a nonprofit, right? Essentially, their, their mission, in mm-hmm. a sense, was to safeguard, um, like, was to do safe AI research. No, um, Elon Musk is famously a founder of OpenAI. Right. Until he he kind of left in 2018, 2019 because he wanted to focus on Tesla. Right. The, the usual gang, right? Peter Thiel, you know mm. that that mafia, that PayPal mafia. <laughs> sorry, not mafia. PayPal mafia <laughs> gang. Um, is is still there? Mm. Um, and I think in 2018 or 2019 they decided that hey, we we need too much, we need too much compute power. We need to actually hire people in. We we need to pay money. Right, mm. even if we if we want to continue this research rather than just you know rely on donations, right. so they opened up a capped profit company, right to, oh. to 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 let people actually invest, and it's capped profit in the sense that it's controlled by the non profit entity, and you know if you are a shareholder, you will only get returns up to hundred times your original investment. Um, anything more than that, immediately gets swept to the non profit. So it's kept, but it's kept 100 times. 100 so, times is still I mean, pretty good. Uh. Decent returns for yeah. anybody. Else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, they, they could change the world, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's 100, like if you invented the internet, it's 100 times enough? Yeah, Maybe not. Yeah. You know? So so yeah, 100 times. Nobody really knows who, who the investors in the cat profit company are. But I think famously, um, the, the big public one is you know, Microsoft making a $1 billion investment. Mm. So don't don't know if they are shareholder or, or they did something else, but you know they, they definitely put money in. Got it, got it. 
So so yeah, that that's one of them. And and that I think this whole network of ChatGPT all that is run on Azure. Ooh, now that's interesting. Spicy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Another non-compete blocking coming our way. <laughs> no, I, I mean it, it. It could. No, but I mean it could just be that. Um. I mean, when they say Microsoft invested one billion, is they gave you know yeah, chat yeah. uh, open AI one billion of cloud computing yes. power, right? For the first billion dollar of usage, I don't charge Correct. you, right? Instead of giving a billion in cash, you know, and that might be their Microsoft's way of getting a foothold and saying, hey, you know what? Everybody should run their AI workloads on Azure. I I know how to do it, you know, and and I mean, obviously AWS has their own AI team. Google and Google Cloud has you know, famously also good in AI, but that's kind of but only Microsoft doesn't have it right so so this would be their, their calling card mm, fair enough so I mean bringing this back to our, to our show in terms of um, you know we geeked out a little bit with, with OpenAI and ChatGPT yeah. what does that mean for, for investors right this is something that we should look out for with Google uh, if we are invested in Google or is it too early yeah I mean I think it's it's a bit too early but you know it, it just kind of is it's a warning shot right mm. in the sense that you know we, we think of google as the disruptor but they've been around for what 15 20 years yeah it might be their turn to get disrupted mm. you know and and they, they it's a bit like meta a year or two back you know you're getting disrupted how are you going to defend your modes and all that so i mean if you're on twitter everybody goes google is cheap you mm. know it's like lowest price to free cash flow ever um they have a defensible mode how can you have a different search engine well here you go yeah. <laughs> you know mm. um it's not perfect yet it's early innings but hey it's no longer out of the realm of possibility right Absolutely. so I, I was kind of hoping that google would you know collapse and, and i could buy it cheap you know and <laughs> and because it will be up and down so we'll see but you know, that that hasn't happened yet and with cpi today that that wouldn't happen no. so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see um and interestingly, this might make Microsoft more more attractive, right? Because they they are showing that they can do this um on, on their cloud workloads, and you know even more generally, if we are moving to a more AI centric world where there's a lot more of these workloads to be run, mm. because that's how people do search in future, then all your cloud providers benefit, right? Because yes. that is you know like the cloud usage just increases by magnitudes and well all those need to be paid for and you know you're, you're just the the gatekeeper collecting the toll exactly. so so yeah maybe you know this is another oh, quip, another arrow in the quiver for the, the cloud providers right the hyperscalers mm, yeah. and all of them it's not just microsoft it's like google it's also like amazon it's, it's all of them will, will benefit from this wow yeah wow would we be see- seeing a change in the next five years, right? That's that's a big question. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> fair, fair. Exciting it times. Is, it is. Right? Stock prices are shit, but the, the tech is great. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, awesome. Well, well, thanks so much, Anthony, for for jumping on as usual. Thank thank you, Coconuts, for, for listening in. Uh, we're coming closer to Christmas, so we'll see you all next week. Don't worry, we're still around. And we'll see you guys soon. Yeah, I was going to ask, are we taking a break? No, 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 we're coming. No, no. Santa Claus not not coming to us. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> awesome, folks. See you next week. Yeah, we'll, 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 come, we'll come a bit drunk next okay, week. Okay, done. <laughs> done. <laughs> Bye.
Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh, and trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback. So share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.